I feel like me as an example, like you and I would do crafts and I would know technically what I was supposed to do. But then like, let's say we were making a pillow. (laughs) Mine would immediately fall apart into just, just disintegrate into pieces. And so it's like knowing how to do something isn't the full the full piece. And there's also the element of like some people might know how to do something, but they don't feel like it's worth their time and they would just rather pay someone else or like buy it from someone else already done. No, I agree with that. With that being said, follow my new macrame page. (laughs) Yeah, we're recording. Plug it. (laughs) At the naughtiest blonde, but it's naughtiest, K-N-O-T-T-I-E-S-T. Get so, it? Not. 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 <laughs> I'd like to live up to being the naughtiest in the other way, but I'm really not. <laughs> I think it's actually, you guys really should go follow it though. Go look at it. It's Mariah and I were just talking about all these macrame pieces that she's making. I'm like, I feel like I could just look at this stuff for hours. <laughs> it is really fun. It's been a really good outlet for me and I look forward to seeing what happens with it in in this year, this new year, and there's so many not jokes, like not even like Borat, like not, but there's so many, I feel like I overuse it a little bit, but I just can't stop myself. It's like a bad dad joke, but you know. I thought this doesn't even make sense, but when you said a not joke, I thought knock, knock. It's like a not, <laughs> not joke, <laughs> a not, not joke. Um, No, you know, like in Borat where he's like, not. Isn't that Borat? I don't know. I'm a bad movie person. I usually am too, so I'm surprised that I know that. But, you know, come to find out, I probably don't know it. But, yeah, there's not jokes. And um, <laughs> and then there's KN not jokes. K not jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I use them way too much in my stories. And um, I don't care if people are sick of it. They can not follow me because they're clearly not funny. Not follow me. They're clearly KN not funny. (laughs) By the way, that's Mariah. For all of you who can't tell our voices apart. Hi, I'm Mariah. Welcome to 2021. And welcome to Like Honestly. This is Erica. (laughs) Today we're talking about something that's a little bit exciting for me because I feel like Sometimes I'm plugged, well, you are too, as being an asshole when we're really not trying to be. It's just a strong personality thing. Um, <laughs> and this was like, rec- this topic was like recommended to us um, from somebody I think who probably knows that we get that a lot. And um, we're just going to talk about it. We have a couple of situations, uh, something that was sent in to us, and then a couple of other situations that we just like sourced to talk about whether or not we think this person is an asshole. Yeah, you guys are probably familiar with, um, you know, the it's like a Twitter and Reddit thing. The am I the asshole? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna steal that. We're just gonna do it. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to do the first one? You want me to? Ooh. By the way, guys, we we do know what these prompts are, but we haven't discussed what our take is yet. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. Um, okay. Since we're, you know, we're just coming out of the holidays, a lot of people were probably participating in Secret Santa stuff. I came across um, a post that was talking about a Secret Santa in, like, a mommy Facebook group, which, first of all, I have my opinions about, like, mommy Facebook groups who are sending Secret Santas to strangers, but 
Um, I digress with that for now. Ooh, I want to, I want to talk about that. I don't, I'm curious. <laughs> you piqued my interest. I just think that it's weird. I think that like, I think that there's, you know, the moms who it's like a Pinterest mom thing versus real life mom thing. But then you feel like you feel obligated to participate, but you're sending secret Santa gifts to stra- like strangers, moms. It's not like, it's so not it's like, not, it's not the Facebook group for moms that you think is weird. Not real. I mean, it depends on what they're talking about. Like if they're, if you're just like bragging about your kid, then like, yeah, that's annoying. But if you're like legit, like my kid stopped sucking on my boob and it hurts. And how did you guys get, you know, whatever, or, you know, my kid is refusing to do this. Can you help? Like, do anyone have any suggestions? Like stuff like that. Isn't that the the whole point of the fa- the mommy Facebook groups though? Is to like ask for help on things, not to brag about your kid. Who cares about that? Right, but I'm one. Like I bet there probably is like parents in there that are like the PTA parents that are posting, you know, their uh, kids' crafts or something for the day, or they're just like snarky judging. I don't know. Any experience that I had with moms in groups like that from like my work experience has been that there's always like those couple of moms that makes everyone else feel like shit. Well, that's the, that's what I would think about or why I would be hesitant to join one. Like you probably get a lot of good information, but like with any Facebook group where you are just suddenly inviting in a bunch of people, like the skinny confidential group, like you're like just in this sea of women that have no filters. Oh yeah. And they're just like, they'll say something and then they get attacked and then all of a sudden there's 50 comments on this one like sub comments on one comment talking about why someone shouldn't have been so mean to say that and the other person's like well I'm just being honest and blah, blah, blah. like it just gets so dramatic and I think that's in like the mommy sphere as well is moms can be or like parents can be so judgmental of how other people parent that I would be like, I would, I would definitely be a lurker. I'm a lurker in, in groups anyway. <laughs> You're but, like the Michael Jackson meme of him, like eating popcorn. <laughs> like I'm just I, the comments. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just, well, it's like, if I'm going to join this group, then like, I'm going to, I obviously like wanted to learn something or someone told me like, Oh, there's a lot of good information in here. That's usually how I get in, in, two groups like people will just like add me to things for sure um, but then like once I'm there I'm like oh shit like you guys are crazy I'm just gonna sit here and watch this yeah I mean there's value to groups and there's certainly da- value to uh like a mommy group but I just think that like going back to the secret Santa piece of it like I probably wouldn't participate in a secret Santa with a bunch of moms and strangers unless it was oh, like no. a secret Santa for like for this mom whose house burned down and she can't get her kid Christmas presents. Like that's like, that's, I would participate in that, but not well, like. That's, that's not a, that's not a secret Santa. That's just a donation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, in this, <laughs> in this secret Santa game, the, in the mommy group, um, the limit was like 20 to $25 for the secret Santa. But then this girl posted and she's like, am I an asshole? Like everyone else is posting the pictures that they're getting and they're like tagging their secret Santa. Like, thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I love it. You shouldn't have. And it's like a $150 pair of boots or 
an $80 eyeshadow palette and like all these things that are very obviously more than $20 or $25. So this mom was asking, am I the asshole for not sending something to my secret Santa that's to that extreme, even though the the limit was $25? Okay. Are we ready for answers? Do you want to know what I think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, we should just like rapid fire these. No, she's not an asshole. Agree. I, yeah, I agree. The rules, the rules are set. And it's like, I think what probably has happened is that these women have done this like a few years in a row and like a few women started doing it. And like the people who received the nice gifts were obviously like sharing it because they're excited about it. But then that means that the next year, the women who saw that and they're participating they're like oh well i know that no one's following this so i'm gonna i have to spend more as well and so then that's how like it snowballs and now all of a sudden you have like a handful of people that are all breaking the rules but that doesn't mean so i've seen um so like melissa urban uh she's like the founder of of whole 30 and she was actually posting about this like leading up to holidays she's like big on like boundary setting and like how to stick your stick to your boundaries and but like not be a dick about it and one of the things that she talked about like a a scenario like people would send in their scenarios and it's like we agreed one of them that kept coming up was like you know one way or another we agreed that we weren't doing gifts or we were only doing we weren't doing physical presents or you know something like that and then it's like well what do I do if my mother or you know my parents or my mother-in-law or my husband or whoever like insists on still buying me presents even though we agreed that we weren't going to do presents one way or another and she's basically like, that is not your problem. Like you agreed that this, you both agreed, like this is what we're doing this year. And if they broke it, then that's on them. And you, you stuck to your boundary because that's what you were comfortable doing. You wanted to do the $25 gift or whatever. That was what everyone agreed upon. If someone else goes above and beyond, they're the fucking assholes Maybe not in like a relationship, but yeah. in this in this secret Santa thing, they're the asshole because that now they're like purposely and knowing that they're making other people look bad for simply following the rules. I was just going to ask like role reversal. So is that person then an asshole? Like if you're if you're doing it, um, if you're breaking the rules for doing it, I think so. I think so. And I unless think you say ahead of time, like, hey, I saw something that I really liked for you. I know that we said no gifts. Please don't reciprocate. It's just something that I really wanted to give you. But even then, I still think that like, okay, so like, so let's say like family or something, family agrees to do no gifts, but like you're out shopping Christmas presents, whatever. And you see something that reminds you of somebody like you buy that for them, but you still don't give it to them at Christmas. Like you wait until it's just like a random, hey, I saw this and thought of you. Oh, yes. And I was about to say something similar for the Secret Santa and the Facebook group. It's like it, the scenario where I think this would actually make sense is if, okay, let's say you and I were both in this Facebook group and for whatever, however it happened, I got you. I'm your Secret Santa. I would still, I would just buy you the present that I wanted to buy you that is outside of the $25 limit. 
right. as your, as your Christmas present from me to my friend. And then I would also buy something for the secret Santa. Right. I was just going to say like I I would get you like a $25 bottle of wine or something and say like, you know, include that in your package of the other shit that I was going to send you and just put like from your secret Santa on that. Right. And then like you as the recipient obviously have the common sense not to post to the entire group. Thanks, Erica, for my $150 worth of swag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ew. Okay. Yep. You're the asshole. Or you're Big not time. you're not the asshole. The person posting that is the asshole. Word. Okay. The next one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with this one. Okay. So the scenario was that um this person their mother-in-law's birthday was um on a weekday and this person had just a ton of shit going on like her actions dur- on during the week when the the mother-in-law's actual birthday was and they had pre-agreed to doing a dinner to celebrate her birthday that following weekend um, then it turns out that like the rest of the family um, wanted to celebrate on the mother-in-law's birthday. And so they're doing they're going out to dinner uh, like as a family to, to celebrate on her actual birthday. The 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 person who uh, wrote in didn't feel didn't want to go. Um, her husband was going to bring, you know, go over to the house, drop off their gift that is from the pair of them, from her and her husband. And they are still planning on going to the dinner that weekend to celebrate. Um, is this person, is she the asshole for not going on the mother-in-law's birthday during the week? She just had, you know, lots of um uh prior commitments and engagements that she had to prep for and that was her reasoning for not going um though she could have still gone it's not like she had to be somewhere else like during the time of this dinner it was just that it would be easier and preferred to not go is she the asshole no i say no too i think this goes back to the boundary setting like you pre pre pre-agreed that you were going to celebrate on the following weekend. Yeah. And I also think that this is like such a mother-in-law son thing that is, it like makes me cringe on the inside a little bit because there's no like right way to approach this. Right. Cause so, so like, I know your mother-in-law listens now, not speaking <laughs> to her because I think over and like overall you lucked out with that. But I think that like, there's a pretty standard, like, mama's boy thing that might be happening here where like the wife is like well fuck like I can't say no to him because he won't say no to his mom but at the same time like this is so inconvenient for me but like the son's always gonna say yes to his mom and then that puts like such power and control in the mother-in-law and like boundaries if you don't set those boundaries in the beginning of a relationship like you're so that's kind of what I'm thinking is this is less about the the writer the person who submitted this um 
and it's more about the son. And we didn't get a lot of information, um, admittedly, on like, did he pre-agree? Did he change? Like, switch it up? Did they agree? Like, oh yeah, we're not we're not going to the dinner during the week. We're going to go to the weekend one. We're just, I'm just going to stop by. I'm just going to drop off this gift, say happy birthday, and then see you this weekend. And that's what they agreed on. And then he switched it up like unexpectedly. We don't know. I would yeah. say if that that's problematic, if that's the case, because that just comes down to like that's problematic just for your own relationship with your husband, um, managing expectations between the two parties is so important. And I kind of this is going again, going just because it's a boundary setting thing, like you're saying, Melissa Urban also talks about that, where it's like your it's your parent. It's your responsibility to do the those man the managing of that expectation mm-hmm. um just you know because that's you now like you've now married this other person that's now your your day-to-day like existence that's a relationship that you should probably have an interest in um maintaining <laughs> yes yeah but and then I feel like though to some extent it is like the daughter-in-law's duty in the beginning to like figure out what's important. So like what the girl code is there. Like is there girl code that like I say I don't want to do something on my birthday because it's not a big deal. But then if nobody does anything on my birthday, is it going to be a big deal? Like you need Ooh. to know those things about your mother-in-law, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And it's also, again, we don't have the context here. Was it a thing that she knew was happening? Like she knew that – you know, there were some rumblings that, oh, well, we're going to we're going to do something on mom's actual birthday anyway. And she went ahead and committed to other things that maybe could have been scheduled differently. We don't know. I think that's another consideration, too, because you can manage your own schedule to accommodate if you know in advance. Yeah. But I still feel like there's just a little bit of like a mother-in-law saltiness here and this situation. So I'm going to go with overall, I don't think she's the asshole, but I'm going to also say that, you know, you might be a little bit of an asshole if you, we didn't, like, if we had the whole story and, like, you knew ahead of time or, um, you know, that's something that your mother-in-law made very clear all along is that, like, it's important for her to spend time with people on the day of her actual birthday. Like, maybe you're a little bit of an asshole, but I don't, I don't think you are. Yeah, I don't think so. I also think that in this scenario, like, is it that big of a deal if she doesn't go? Like, isn't the son more important? Or right. Is it like if the son, yeah. Yeah. Like you're the asshole if you say that your husband can't go to his mother-in-law or to his mom's birthday oh, yeah. dinner, even if she sprung it on you last minute, like you're, the son should still go. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Cool. These have been easy so far. <laughs> All like right. This. I got another one. Is calling a female a bitch worse than calling a man an asshole? It's not really an am I the asshole thing. It's just about an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have an opinion right away, I do. But if you have one, go. I think it is. Yeah. I Well, and this is objective. I think, I think when people – 
obviously we're talking about like a specific kind of context not like two girlfriends being like hey bitch like or something this is obviously like meant as an insult there's such a tone yeah if you're being like serious or if you're just like commenting on how somebody's behaving like even if I was like upset with you about something I wouldn't I don't think that I would say like Erica, you're being – maybe I would say, Erica, you're being a bitch, but I would probably say you're being an asshole first. Yeah. Asshole seems softer. Bitchy. Like – or I would say, like, you know, you kind of – you're, like, being kind of bitchy, but not, like, man, you're being a real bitch right now. Or, like, shut up, bitch. Like, <laughs> it's Ooh. not – yeah. But, like, shut up, asshole is, like, way – I feel like it's a little bit – it's, like – I don't want to even use the term playful, but it's, like, a little bit more playful. Yeah, you know, I'm going to – a little transparency. Uh, even when <laughs> Rob and I have had this conversation before where he's, like, j- like ob- it's, it's very obvious that he's joking around, like, using a – like, a like even to, like, certain extent where, like, he's, like, using an accent or, like, I don't know, just different contexts where he's, like, playfully called me a bitch. And I was, like, no, don't do that. Like I know, I know that you're kidding, and I know that you're not actually calling me that. But it's still like it still like gives it just it riles me up a little bit, and I don't like it. <laughs> See, I think I I'm okay with it being playful. Like, um, like I <laughs> bitch, get me a beer, like stuff like that. I think if you're saying it like in such a joking manner and then like you're like just kidding babe and like get up and get your own beer like something like I think that it's like I actually think that it's funny or like um Andy and I like (laughs) we bought a bell for like when we want a drink and we were like ding ding bitch boy like (laughs) get us a drink bitch boy like that's funny to me but it's not uh I don't know. Like if I was in an actual fight with somebody, I think actually my go-to term is dick. Like you're kind of being a dick. Um, But I think there's also like societal connotations somehow around like being – it's almost like, you know, the in a workplace, like a man who's – being an asshole is just, you know, a boss and – but a woman who's being an asshole is just a bitch and – so I think, like, in that respect, like, a bitch just has – like, calling someone a bitch has more of an it, – it just has an edge to it. And it's, like, it's such an insult. So if you flip it and you say, like, is it more offensive to call a man an asshole or a bitch, like, is way more offensive to call a man a bitch. Like, that's yeah, taking away his, like, masculinity. Like, you're being yeah. a little bitch. Yeah. Also love that though. But I was gonna say I'm definitely using that. But also like so toxic. It's like why did okay, so Rob and I have been watching rom coms and we we were like watching one uh, oh, we are watching Maid of Honor, which is has Patrick Dempsey and he's like this playboy, but then he um he like realizes that he's in love with his best friend who's a girl. And she and she's like away on this trip and then she comes back and she's engaged to this guy and blah, blah, blah. And she asks him to be his be her maid of honor. And it's just the whole movie is riddled with jokes about he's a guy and he's a maid of honor. Where's your skirt? And it's just like, oh, this is so toxic just to like have to question a man's like masculine masculinity over something as trivial as like 
oh you're you're gonna be you're gonna play the role of maid of honor as a man you know what i mean it's like this whole culture around calling men out for like their like oh where's your man card like oh just throw away your man card it's like oh stop yeah no it's super icky but like if you wanted to like super insult somebody that was like being a trash human like at a gas station or something then you you want to like like, you little fucking bitch you want to cut to the chase and just really hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Like that- I wouldn't say it to somebody I cared about, even in the moment. <laughs> but in the moment though, like I do name call and I do – that is something that I have been working on. But in the moment, <laughs> I am like, you know, you're being an asshole. or like, stop being a fucking dick. But then if somebody is like, well, you're being a bitch, I'm like – Oh, now I'm going to really be a bitch. <laughs> You're like, I'll show you. You want to see something? I'll show you, bitch. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> to wrap that up, I think being called a bitch is worse than being called an asshole. Oh, uh, yep. A lion. Also, an asshole is a body part. So if you're doing something shitty to <laughs> deserve being called an asshole, like – you know, if you're behaving in a shitty manner, then you're going to, we're going to talk about where shit comes from, right? Do you think that's really where the insult came from? I don't know, but I like it. That makes sense. Yeah. I like it. Are we going to disagree? I want to, I want one where we disagree. I don't know that we're going to disagree. Yeah. That makes sense. We might have to, we might have to continue. I feel okay. In the future, we're going to do this same style, but with like moral dilemmas. And I think that we might have some different difference in opinion there. <laughs> okay. Or like Guys, diff- just anyway, like a different way to justify our moral decision. Yeah. You guys listening, if you have scenarios that you want us to debate, if you got some really juicy ones that you think we might, we might have split opinions on, please send them to us. <laughs> Moral dilemmas or am I the asshole? Yeah. We're not done though. We're not done. Okay. So mine goes like this. You're a bridesmaid. You, you know, maybe don't have the easiest bride. Maybe you're not my bridesmaid, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> FYI, Erica, easiest bride because I didn't even go. <laughs> Because I had a backyard wedding, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're you're a bridesmaid. You, uh, you know, obviously, like there's a lot of duties that are involved. Um, you had to buy this. You had to buy the dress that the bride wanted. It was almost a thousand dollars, which that's an expensive bridesmaid dress. You're that, the asshole, bride. <laughs> yeah, already you're the asshole. Yep. Um. So, but then you know the bride decides that um you don't you no longer fit with the the look that she's going for with her bridesmaids you you know she wants everyone to look very similar you know very thin very blonde and uh you know everyone wants to look the same she wants everyone to look the same in the dress and you don't no longer fit that description and so she dismisses you of your bridesmaid duties Um, But then she wants you to give that dress to the new bridesmaid and you would not be reimbursed for it. (laughs) What do we think? I don't even think that this is debatable. Like we know who the asshole is here and I can't believe that people like this actually exist. I, I, yeah, this is so easy. Do you think that there's any scenario where you would um, understand where the bride's coming from? 
I mean, uh, yeah. I've been kicked out of a wedding before. You um, have? Yeah. You don't remember this? Uh, I, I'm sure I will once you start telling me. Who was it? Or, well, what happened? <laughs> um, it was like one of my ex-husband's friends. And oh. she, yeah, you already know. She like told me, didn't even ask me, like when I was talking to her about her wedding planning, she was like, yeah, well, well, I was like, oh, okay, okay back up. Her sister was kind of a loose cannon and she, I knew that her sister was a bridesmaid and I was like, well, are you letting her speak at your wedding? Like, she's like, oh no, I was thinking like you, you're my maid of honor. And I was like, oh, like this just took, this just took a turn that I was uh, not anticipating. Um, I love a good random maid of honor situation. Yeah. I was like the maid of honor, which like, granted we were friends, but like I wasn't even expecting to really, maybe like it was one of those scenarios where I was like, you know, maybe she'll ask me, but like, I definitely wouldn't have been hurt if she didn't ask me. Like Uh it was like, you know, I think, I don't know. I was definitely a filler for her and I was definitely like the most responsible person in her life, which I think is why she like asked me. But or told me, told me, but she ended up being like a super control freak. My grandfather ended up like um, committing suicide, like in the middle of like her wedding planning stuff. And I couldn't go to her bridal shower. And she told me that like my personal life was not her problem and that I, you know, don't even come to the wedding and don't talk to me. And then she proceeded to like uninvite us from the wedding and we never spoke to them again. But like, because I couldn't go to her bridal shower because my grandfather shot his head off. (laughs) Like not funny, but you know, my personal issues, it's not like I was like, oh man, like I really don't want to come or like I have this going on like you know when I when I was in um my friend's wedding I this was like before it's a long story short but I ended up like I knew when her her bridal shower was but I like on the day of it because like no one was like no one had talked about it like in the in the days like leading up to it so I literally just like it wasn't that I forgot about the bridal shower. I just didn't – I forgot what day it was. And so it's like, oh, I know that her bridal shower is on the 23rd, but I forgot that that day was the 23rd. And I, like, w- woke up early and, like, ran some errands that day, and then I fell asleep and, like, took a nap. And I woke up, and I had all of these missed calls and texts. Mm-hmm. Fr- I had, like – I had slept through her bridal shower, and I felt so – I felt so – horrible and I like called her and I was like tearing up and I was like I am and it's just like one of those things like you're so it's so embarrassing and like I felt so horrendous about it I was like tearing up and like she was so cool about it and so I'm just like if she can be that nice to me about me being a dick like that it's like yeah like that's the situation where you kind of wear the asshole like you you know and but like yeah she like I called her to like ask her how her shower went and everything. And then that's when she was like, you are too dramatic. You come with too much drama. Um, 
She said that to you. you. Yeah, she told me that I was dramatic and that um, my personal problems were not her problem and that she was getting married and that I needed to like – I don't even remember. I have the conversation somewhere and like even when I still read it to this day, I get like my blood starts boiling. Like she deserves a throat punch or 12. Yeah. I just don't see – I don't understand the bridezilla thing. I don't either. And I don't understand the control freak thing. I do think that like – so going back – that was a long rant for that. But like going back to the original question, I feel like there are certain um, things that like would warrant maybe getting kicked out of a wedding. But also like the bride shouldn't put themselves in that position. So like she should have never put herself in the position for me like to feel like I was giving her not – the attention that she wanted because like I probably wasn't doing as much as I should do as a bridesmaid, but like we weren't that close. So like, why would I, why would I go like buy you things? Like, unless you're telling me like, Hey, will you do this for me? I really didn't take, also I was like 20, (laughs) but, or I was like 21, but like, I didn't really take a whole lot of initiative there because uh, we weren't that close and like, she didn't voice what she needed. But like, with you getting married, for instance, like all you would have to do is literally be like, I'm stressed out about this. And I'd be like, okay, like let's make a game plan. How can I help? Yeah, I think I, so, so a couple of things. One is just because you're the only like organized or responsible person in her life doesn't make it your responsibility to help with manage her, her things like her wedding. Like that's just not fair at all to you and not a sound decision. Um, but the, the other thing is <laughs> I think that really for some people it comes really naturally. Um, but for other people, I think that is a learned thing, like going, going back to like being a bridesmaid and like knowing, um, I think I've, I've been, I've been a bridesmaid in like the previous wedding. And I think, I there was definitely more that I probably could have done and but at the time I was just like yeah I'm available like if someone tells me what to do like I'll absolutely do it but that's not that's not exactly like how it goes like you you know you have to there's a little more like to it and so being like 20 or 21 um and not being actually being one of her really good friends and uh you know just obviously considering the type of person that she is like you were just like always set up for failure one way or another oh yeah yeah but with that being said I do think that there's certain like if the bride doesn't set the bridesmaid up for failure right there's certain things that a bridesmaid could do to warrant the bride kicking them out of the wedding for I think the the situation in this thing wasn't it like she like dyed her hair like rainbow color or some shit and she yeah she so- shaved her head she <laughs> shaved her head and bleached it and then dyed it a different color so but that I- was like okay but but so the extra detail there is that she did it when she was drunk she called the bride the next day and told her what she had done and said I understand if you don't want me in the wedding but it, but it was the wedding was still like 4 months away and the bride said no it's fine Okay, so the bride's the asshole there. However, I do think that there is a level of respect. Like, there's a lot of asshole stuff going on here, right? The bride's the asshole for wanting a particular aesthetic, like only picking blonde bridesmaids, which 
that's shitty to begin with. However, if you know that and you agree to being a bridesmaid and you know that that's a rule, like you're a little bit of the asshole for dyeing your hair rainbow color and then shaving your head. Yeah, like purpose. It's like you may not like it, but that's sort of what you signed up for. Or like, okay, this came up like around when – Um, my friend Kristen got married was when I had just finished like part of my quarter sleeve or I was like going to finish part of my quarter sleeve. Like I asked her ahead of time, like, Hey, Mm -hmm. your wedding's coming up and I'm getting this done. But like, if this is important to you, I could wait like a month until after your wedding that there's like, if it's important to you that nobody has tattoos in your pictures. Right. Like, so if the tattoo was already existing and she was like, can you cover that up? Or like, I'm going to need you to stand like this so that you, so it's not seen. And like, I'm going to need you to wear long sleeves. Like that's different. But if it's like, you know, if it's the bridesmaid going and doing that or like, you know, you wouldn't get a face tattoo. I don't know. I no, I, I mean, I, on that type of stuff, I've always been on the fence because there's the part of me, like from my perspective, if I, I just don't care, like I don't see why it makes like this whole day is supposed to be about me. So I don't see why it matters if, um, a bridesmaid like gets a, gets a sleeve or dyes her hair or anything like that. Um, cause I kind of feel it's like, Oh, well, if you want them to, right. You're choosing the person, not their look. Right. It's like, I'm not choosing you because of how you look in photos. I'm choosing you because you are an important person in my life and have been an important part of like my relationship with my husband. But that's also, that's just me. That's my wedding. Those are my choices and not all brides feel that way. And that's, this is a, that's, this is a day that you spend a shit ton of money, no matter what, even if you, you know, kind of, you know, do a more casual Mm -hmm. thing, it's still expensive. Um, and you have these videos or these photos, and it's the only thing that you'll have for the rest of your life to remember this day. Like, if you have spent your whole life envisioning it one way, like fine, whatever. It's not something I have to agree with, but to your earlier point, if I know that going in and that is something that's on brides, like you have to be able to communicate that. And if you have a certain expectation and you sign off on that as a bridesmaid, then that's, you agree to it. That is your own commitment that you've made. Yep. And if you aren't willing to uphold that, then I don't know, then don't do it, I guess, or have that conversation beforehand. Like that, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole other, a whole other thing. But yeah, I agree. It's just like, even if it's not, and I think that, and I also didn't always feel that way. I used to be very like more on the defiant side. And so I think that's just like something with age that you, it's just kind of like, is this really worth fighting over? Like, do I really need this tattoo or to dye my hair that badly? Like, is it really that fucking important? Like, so, yeah. Right. Right. So don't get married young and don't be an asshole bride. God, this is all to say, <laughs> if we if we learn one thing here, it's don't get married young because you don't have all, you should not have all this drama if you're a grown person getting married. <laughs> um, Yeah. Okay, do we have any other ones right now? 
I think there's one left. Um, ooh, okay, yep. So this one ties in from the holidays. So this story about this guy who his girlfriend, like from the beginning, said, I hate Christmas. Christmas, like in the holidays in general, just give me a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression. We don't have backstory on that, but whatever. For whatever reason, she was upfront with him in the beginning that she doesn't like holidays. So she woke up Christmas morning, starts drinking. It's like seven or eight in the morning. She starts drinking. He, on the other hand, like told her, you know, you're welcome. Like, I want to help you make this enjoyable. I understand that you don't like the holidays. However, like I would really appreciate it if you came to my family's house with me for my family thing. She agrees, but wakes up and starts drinking. She's drunk, blacked out, passed out, fell asleep, whatever by like noon. So he's just like, okay, like I invited her, but she doesn't want to go. So I urged, you know, he went to the family party, um, without her. And then she woke up pissed off that she didn't get to go and she didn't get to spend Christmas with him. Who's the asshole him for abandoning her or her for getting drunk? I mean, I think she's the asshole for getting I think she's the asshole not for getting too drunk, but she's the asshole for for being mad at him and making him have to make a choice. Yes. And she's also an alcoholic. Yeah. that's (laughs) Like this is problematic, right? We're drinking at seven in the morning to forget a day that makes you depressed. Like (laughs) we need a little, we need a little help. That's definitely my next point just like, can we have a conversation? Not we, me and you, but like, as the boyfriend, like, hey, like, we need to have a, a conversation. Like, I understand that you have we- issues with, with Christmas, but, like, that's unhealthy. But, like, as a couple, can we develop some better coping skills? <laughs> For real. Like, what do we- that's a whole conversation. Or, like, tell me ahead of time, like, no, I really just want to get blackout drunk that day. Like, can you please join me? Right. Right, which I it makes the way it played out, it makes me think that maybe she didn't do it intentionally, but it's kind of an unavoidable, unavoidable. If you start drinking at 7 a.m., like how much have you had to eat? And then it's like you get so drunk that it's like, have you eaten the rest of the day? Like you, she could have had just like a bottle of wine and be blackout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think in this situation, she's definitely the asshole. Um, I don't really think there's too much of a debate here aside from, you know, we don't have the backstory on like whether or not he like tried waking her up or like whether or not he, you know, tried slowing her down. I think that like maybe he would have been a little bit of an asshole if he was just like, you know, obviously if he was like, yeah, keep drinking so I don't have to deal with you today. Like if he was like feeding her drinks or something like then you're the asshole. But I don't know. There's still a level of like self-respect and self-discretion that was not um, practiced here. (laughs) And And at least, at least she passed out at her own parents' house and didn't do, because I mean, like from his perspective, I would be maybe relieved that she passed out. Like I wouldn't want to take her sloppy drunk ass to my parents' house. That's so embarrassing. That's also, she should be thankful. I mean, like I I think her her perspective, she wanted him to stay and not go at all, which is just selfish. Like just because you're you're ruining his time with his own family. Yeah. 
this is all of these go back to like our whole thing like about how communication is so important but like it's so important like I mean obviously she communicated with him that she doesn't like holidays to begin with and they make her depressed so that's communication but she needs to communicate with him like hey I really need you to like stay with me Mm -hmm. on a holiday like can we or like can you just do your family's thing for like three hours and then spend the rest of the day with me and cry and eat ice cream? Or, you know, like you need to communicate your needs in a relationship. And then if he can't provide those things, like if he's like, no, that's not what I want to do, then like he needs to communicate that back to her. Yeah. So I think in general, like 90% of the asshole is her, but 10% is him for like not communicating ahead of time, either like, hey, you're getting a little bit wasted and I think you should slow down because it's important to me that you come to my parents or, hey, I understand if you want to get super drunk today, but just so you know, I'm still going to my parents with or without you. And what percentage do you think of these scenarios could have been resolved with better communication? Like 99. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For real. Or just, like, common sense, probably 100%. Ooh. You know, I always say that, like, I wish more people had common sense, but then, like, we wouldn't have anything to talk about, and, you know, not everyone can be perfect like us. I wonder what we do where people are like, oh, my God, common sense. Why would you do that? And <laughs> I, I feel and like, I- though, I feel like, okay, maybe this is just a really skewed, like, self perspective but I feel like at least when I don't exercise common sense like looking back on it I'm like ooh, that was like pretty ditzy of me or like that was not a whole lot of common sense exercised in that area yeah I can't think of exercise did I say exercise is that exercised that's right you're exercising did I say it like an exorcism the first one though anyway (laughs) not a whole lot of common sense Yeah, see, I think I said X. Why is this hurting my head so much? I don't know. It doesn't sound bad. Exercised is different than exercised. And I said exercised. You know, both of those sound the same when you say it out loud. Exercised and exercised. Yeah, those are the same. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go jump off my balcony now. This has been a fun episode. One is like running on a treadmill and the other one is like a priest coming to get a demon out of you. No, I know, but I'm just saying like I'm not saying they are the same thing or that they're spelled they're not spelled differently, but I'm saying you saying them both out loud sounds the same. <laughs> to me, this is what I'm hearing from this is what I'm hearing from you. Is it exercised or exercised? <laughs> I hear different things. No, I said the same word. They're the same. <laughs> Well, on that note, use your common sense, friends. Use your common sense, except when it comes to whether or not you should continue to listen to our our podcast. Holy shit. Please please come back. (laughs) Please. Uh, And then you know what else you should Uh, do? You should tell a friend. Yeah, you should tell a friend. You should leave us a review. You should follow us on Instagram at likehonestlypod. And stick a sticker somewhere. Ooh. Or ask us to send you stickers if you don't have any already. Yeah. If you guys haven't already asked for a sticker and you want one, um, hit us up. We got a bunch. Or like 10. We'll send you like 10. Yeah. Just one. 
Yeah, we'll send you a bunch of them. You just got to stick them places. That's the deal. All right, friends. Well, that was it's, fun. Yeah, I like this. Um, let's do this again. Yeah, and we're planning on um, like what's the moral decision um, moral or like dilemma. a moral moral dilemma uh, episode. So if you guys have any suggestions or any, um, we'll post a thing in our stories about it at some point too, leading up to the episode. But if you have any situations you want us to discuss, um, everything will be anonymous, but we would love to hear from you. Yes, please. Thanks guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.